Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've obviously got the grand final kicking off in just a few days between the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers. Now you would have seen the news over the last few days that Isaac Luke, he will be ringing the bell before the game is kicked off on Sunday night. And I've had a lot of people messaging me saying, what is the bell? I don't know what it means. What is it? Uh, people will remember this was a big thing in 2014. Uh, slightly older people remember this was a big thing in 2002 as well. Now there is a long history to the South Sydney Bell and I've done my very best to piece together the entire story. I had a general idea of what it was, but uh, I've gone back through, I've read a few articles, I've spoken to a few people as well and got a broader understanding of what this means. So hopefully uh, I've got it down pat and 100%. Uh, if I don't and any South Sydney fans uh, would like to let me know anything that I've left out, please send me a message by all means. I'd love to educate myself more on it because it seems like an unreal tradition and an unreal narrative from what I have. If there is more to it, would love to hear about it. So apologies to any bunnies faithful. Uh, if I do get any part of this storyline wrong, but I think I've got all of it down pat here. So the bell was first used in the Rabbitohs' first ever game in 1908. Now, they played this game at Birchgrove Oval. Now, for those that live in Sydney, Birchgrove Oval, it is obviously in Birchgrove. It is one of the most beautiful places to play rugby league. It is one of the most beautiful places in Sydney, to be honest with you. I was lucky enough to coach my junior footy team, my under-16s, Coogee Wombat side there last year. Uh, we played our first game of the season there, which was... Uh, you know, a pretty special moment. It was my first time coaching the boys. We were a new team that we put together. So we showed up to Birchgrove Oval to the same place where Rugby League started. There's a plaque there that talks about that this is where the first game of Rugby League was ever played. Now, Birchgrove Oval, it's got a nice picket fence around it, which is unreal. Uh, you've got the, 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 the field that runs from end to end. And then over the uh, the eastern sideline, you've actually got um, water views of the harbour. So it's quite a beautiful place to play Rugby League where the grandstand sits. You look over the entire oval but then you also look over the water of the harbour so a pretty unreal spot for rugby league it's sort of hidden as well you have to turn down this little side street that you can only really get there if you know where it is or if someone's telling you how to get there it's that sort of a special place and then you get down this little road and it just opens up to 
just the Nevada of football fields. It is unreal. It looks beautiful. Uh, it is just sensational. Looking over the water, it's a great little field too. It's in an unreal nick. They take really good care of it. The uh, There's the grandstand, and then, of course, there's the change rooms as well, which are in like an old cottage. Uh, just, just a small one. There's not much to it. You get in there, and I'm sure that these change rooms, they look the same as pretty much what they would have in 1908. Very basic, very simple. You walk out of those. You come down through a pathway through the... Through, through the grandstand and through all the seats and across the picket fence and onto the field. It's unreal. There's about a 30 or 4 metre, 30 or 40 metre stretch from the picket fence to the field. It is sensational. Now, from what I've gathered, this bell, this was used in that first ever game to signal half to kick off halftime and full time. So now we obviously use sirens. This bell was used. And as I said, it's a pretty... It's a big area, this oval, but it's small enough that you could hear this bell from just about anywhere. I have no doubt about that. Now, somewhere along the line, this bell has ended up in the hands of Albert Clift. Now, Albert Clift was a big part of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He was born in 1904, so just before the Rabbitohs actually came to life. Uh, Now, Albert, he's a guy that he played for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He was an official and a director. And if, if that wasn't enough, in 1968, Albert was the club's first ever mascot. Reggie the Rabbit, as we know him now. Albert, a player, an official, a director, and the club's first mascot in 1968. Now, if you've seen Reggie the Rabbit, and traditionally the guys that have played the role of Reggie the Rabbit, they are pretty small humans. And Albert definitely was a very small guy in stature, but in spirit and love of South Sydney, absolutely massive. Now, he, of course, had an amazing collection of memorabilia belonging to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Throughout his time there, he collected a lot of special things, including this bell. Now, in the late 90s, when the Bunnies were in a little bit of trouble, it looks like they were going to get kicked out of the comp and they were taking on News Limited and whatnot. Uh, they had a big auction in 99, I think it was. Uh, and this bell, it, it was sold for $42,000. The man that brought it was, of course, Russell Crowe. Uh, now, he made a promise that day. The bell would not be rung again until the Rabbitohs returned to the competition. So a few years later, here we are in 2002, and the Rabbitohs are playing their first game back. They played round one against the Sydney Roosters, but they played the Charity Shield before that against the Dragons. And this is the night, I believe, that the bell was rung. So in typical South Sydney and in typical Rusty fashion, a good sport that he is, he got Albert Clift back. And I advise that you go and have a look at that footage. You'll be able to find it. Just type up Albert Clift, A-L-B-E-R-T-C-L-I-F-T. Look it up. Rusty and him are holding the bell together, and they're shaking it. And Albert's essentially snatches it off him, rings it himself, and he goes absolutely crazy with it in an unreal scene in rugby league history. Now, that night, Russell, he he makes another promise. He says that this bell will not be rung again until the Rabbitohs are in a grand final. Now, this is obviously, this team is coming dead last for the first couple of seasons. No one really knows where the bell was kept. I I think Rusty must have had it somewhere himself because it hadn't been seen, obviously hadn't been heard that entire time. And look, unfortunately, um, Albert Clift, he passes away. I believe it's in 2004. He, he was about 102 years old, which is incredible. Now, on his 100th birthday, which I'm not sure when that happened, I think the end of 2002, as the narrative goes, there, there's this great story that I've heard before from that day that wherever they were playing, they got Albert in, they put him in the back of a car, they drove him around the field, and the bloke that was driving the car was, was a guy that worked for South Sydney as one of their directors. I don't have his name here. I, I've tried to find I'm not able to find it, but the story I've heard is that at the time that they did this lap around the honour, potentially they were playing the Roosters. 
And this, Craig Wing came up somehow. And Craig Wing was obviously playing for the Roosters at this point. And apparently Albert got a, a little bit emotional and he, he sort of stuttered to himself, oh, it's my fault. And the guy that was driving the car said to him, what, 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 what do you mean? What's, what's the matter? And he said, oh, he should be playing for us. It's my fault. And he was talking about Craig Wing. Turns out in Craig, when Craig Wing was, you know, just coming into first grade, we all know Craig Wing, you burst onto the scene for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, fullback, centre, wing, 5'8", halfback, you name it. Craig Wing was going to be the next big thing. And he actually went to Albert for advice. This is how highly the players regarded him. This is how highly the people in the South Sydney Rabbitohs regarded Albert, that Craig Wing, the next superstar in the game, went to him for a bit of advice on what he should do. Of course, went to Albert because he wasn't sure Rabbitohs were going to exist, if they were going to be eliminated from the competition, if they were going to cease existence altogether, what was going to happen? So Craig Wing was sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place making his decision. And this is the guy he went to, Albert Cliff, for a bit of advice. And Albert essentially said to him, look, mate, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to beat these guys, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if there will be a South Sydney. You're a young superstar. You need to do the best thing by yourself. And he sort of told him to go, essentially, because he didn't think that South Sydney was going to exist. And he wanted to do the best thing by a local junior in Craig Wing. Now, without I think without being aware of it, Craig Wing obviously ends up at the Rabbitohs' fiercest rival, the Sydney Roosters. So when they come back in in 2002, the Bunnies, of course, the season starts with them ringing the bell. Craig Wing, who, you know, Albert's so upset that he's he's left the Rabbitohs and he's now at their rivals. Of course, the Roosters go on to win a premiership later that year. Craig Wing's the starting half back in that team. He scores a try in that grand final. So a lot of emotion that goes into 2002. And, and, you know, as we said, the bell, it's it's been said that it would not be rung again until they're in a grand final. And, of course, that's 2014. By this time, Albert has been passed away for about 10 years or so, unfortunately. So he never got to see that bell be rung again. But he had the honour of ringing it himself in 2002 to welcome the Rabbitohs back into the competition. 2014 comes around. And, you know, there's a lot of talk who's going to ring the bell now that they're back in. They went with an absolute legend, Bob McCarthy. Um, Living in the South Sydney area, the name Bob McCarthy, everyone knows him. Everyone knows who he is, how great he was for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I thought it was an unbelievable choice. I remember being at that grand final and... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The emotions when that bell went, and I didn't understand the significance of the bell half as much as I do now. So, and I still remember the emotion. There was people crying. It was full on out there. Bob McCarthy, obviously a South Sydney legend, unreal. Now, that's in the pregame to the 2014 grand final. Now, you will remember the controversy in the week leading up to the 2014 grand final was surrounded by Isaac Luke. He tackled uh, Sonny Bill Williams in the prelim final and was suspended for the grand final. So, off the back of that, Isaac, he sat on the bench wearing his jersey nine, his South Sydney jersey. Api Curacao, of course, the current Penrith Panthers hooker. He came into that side, played unreal too, just quietly. But Isaac Luke wasn't on the field that night, and uh, he obviously missed out. And another thing that, you know, I'm sure people in South Sydney will understand, and I, I think the sort of person Isaac Luke is, I think it's really undervalued how much he meant to, to not only the Rabbitohs, but to South Sydney as an area. He was... He was coming along in the era of Cameron Smith, who 
was the best. He was unreal. But Isaac Luke, he was a true competitor. He was South Sydney through and through. He was the smallest guy on the field, but he was the toughest guy on the field. And he just went at everyone. A perfect combination of skill and toughness, which is... You know, what South Sydney people, that's just what they love. These are the sort of guys that they embrace. You look at the guys now, Adam Reynolds, very similar. Not as tough as Isaac Luke, but in his own way, tough as nails, always shows a jersey. Isaac Luke was South Sydney for a while there. He was the guy that, you know, he represented South Sydney better than anyone, especially in like the early 2010s, probably just before GI arrived and stuff. We looked, you know, people looked at Isaac Luke as South Sydney. So for him to miss that grand final... It was devastating, absolutely devastating. He obviously started his career with the Canterbury Bulldogs, but then arrived on South Sydney's doorstep and just embraced everything that is South Sydney from that moment on. Like, tough as nails, you know, a good time off the field, but also a true family man. And he's the sort of guy that you would see down at the netball courts. You would see at the Oztag fields. He was just a champion South Sydney fellow. And for him to miss that game... I remember being out there and, you know, obviously friends with a lot of South Sydney people based on where I lived. They were just devastated for Isaac. He did get a grand final ring. Uh, Rusty made sure he got one, but it always sort of left a bit of a hollow feeling, I imagine, in the career of Isaac Luke, especially a few years later when he did leave. Didn't really go too well once he left. Stints up in the Brisbane, stints at the Warriors and whatnot. Um, never played his best football again, in my opinion. When he was at South Sydney, he was playing his best footy. And when Isaac Luke was playing his best footy, the South Sydney Rabbitohs were playing their best footy. It might have been more of a motivator knowing that Isaac was missing out than Isaac actually being there because they wanted to do it for him. Fast forward seven years later and the South Sydney Rabbitohs knock off the Manly Seagulls in the prelim final. They're taking on the Penrith Panthers in the grand final. Russell Crowe's got to make a decision this week. Who's going to ring the bell? Who's the person that represents South Sydney? Who deserves to ring the bell? He's gone for none other than Isaac Luke. He's sort of been forgotten a little bit as far as probably outside fans remember Isaac Luke as a bunny. But within South Sydney, he's always been remembered as an absolute legend. It doesn't matter what club Isaac Luke is playing for, what he's doing. South Sydney people will always get behind Isaac Luke and will always remember that he was the guy that was very unlucky to miss that grand final. But every single South Sydney fan and person knows that their club wouldn't have been there that day without Isaac Luke. So a fantastic choice from Russell Crowe to go for Isaac Luke to ring the bell on Sunday. It's going to be an emotional moment. To be honest with you, going through all this stuff, thinking about Isaac Luke missing the grand final, coming back from this, it's actually getting me a little bit emotional, and I'm not even a South Sydney fan. So I imagine there'll be a lot of teary lounge rooms around the South Sydney region and around the country. They have so many fans everywhere. An unreal moment in rugby league. The bell, it's got a long history. The South Sydney bell, a long, a long history that spans back over 100 years. Been held by Albert Cliff for a long time. It then fell into the hands of Russell Crowe, who, of course, would buy the South Sydney Rabbitohs and be the owner there. He would then return it in 2014 for the grand final for Bob McCarthy to ring. Once again, it will return to Suncorp Stadium, a place that it probably never thought it would go on Sunday afternoon for Isaac Luke to make up for his, uh, his absence in the 2014 Grand Final and ring the bell before, hopefully, for Bunnies fans, their Rabbitohs win their second premiership in seven years. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 